Can a man be a minimalist and still be attractive to most modern women? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh man. Uh no, uh he he can't. Um actually, that's not true. Um it depends. If he's a bottom 90% man, then he can't be a minimalist uh, because the bo- the uh, women are looking for bottom 90% men to be meal tickets, right? But if he's a top 10% man, uh, man, then he might be chosen for his looks and it won't matter if he's a minimalist or not. Okay, let's continue. <clears throat> um, he should be able to, but the harsh reality, I don't feel like he is. Don't women typically want a man to provide a luxurious lifestyle? I would say for the most part, ideally, yes. Do you find it ironic that many modern women complain about things like capitalism and climate change when most consumer spending is geared towards women? It is hilariously ironic that women complain about capitalism when they are the greatest consumers. Um, They actually consume 75% of the money, (laughs) even though they don't make 75% of the money. Hello and welcome to the Helios vlog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. If you're um, new to the channel, liking my content, please hit, um, remember to like, comment and subscribe, hitting all for notifications. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, please give me a five-star review, give me a follow. If you'd like me to comment on a video or a compilation, send the link to the Helios blog at gmail.com. Let's continue. Hmm. That is a good point. Um... As far as like, I mean, <clears throat> even whether it come to clothing, music, everything, I mean, it's women driven first. I mean, that's that's what's going to be the, the breadwinner right now. How long? That's, that's true. I mean, women aren't the breadwinner, but uh, he's saying to sell to women is a breadwinner. That's, that is, that is true. Um, Something else is that there's such a thing as a pink tax, which means that uh, products that are geared towards women, even if they're the same as products geared towards men, uh, cost more. And the reason is because women spend more money. So it's the law of supply and demand, right? Okay, let's continue. How large is the carbon footprint of keeping modern Western women happy? (laughs) Uh, I would say it's, it's fairly large. Uh, extremely large, and not only that, it's getting bigger, right? Because um, the the phrase of the day, of the decade, is more, 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 right? Like, it's not enough. Like, you guys aren't giving me enough privilege. I need even more privilege, right? So, there you go. Okay, let's continue. I like men that are more minimalist. Like, that's not how I'm, like, super shoppy shop. I like, yeah, yeah I like simple men. Because I'm the... Yeah. They like simple men because they want to be the ones that shop and not the man, right? And it's really funny that they say this and then look look at the clothes they're wearing, look at how much makeup they're wearing, look at how much jewelry they have, look at how many tattoos they have. All of this stuff is expensive, right? So when they say when they say that they like a guy that's minimalist, but then their actions uh, show that they spend a ton of money on like cosmetics and uh, hair and nails and like obviously then they're, they're not minimalist, right? It's hilarious. I want to be. How large? Is, how large is the carbon footprint of keeping most modern Western women happy? Wait, what? I don't even know what that means. How lo- of course not. Anyway. Um, so carbon footprint meaning the gas cost of the factories that produce 
uh, you know, and not only the, the factories, but the cars, the transport stuff, the ships, the planes, uh, to, to keep modern Western women happy. Like, these girls, they just exist, right? They have no idea the system's in place to keep them comfortable, happy, safe. Uh, like, the reason why they can complain and be so, like, uh, basically like toddlers is is because they are so coddled by the modern Western world that literally siphons huge sums of money in order to keep them that way. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. How large, how large is the carbon footprint of keeping most modern Western women happy? I mean, I know when they say cars leave a carbon footprint. I don't know, I guess huge, because we all need a lot of stuff. Well, in other, in other words, do you find it ironic that many modern women complain about climate change when most consumer spending is geared towards women? That's that's true. Uh, he's he's using like a logical argument here. So he's saying most of consumer spending, which is you know just buying stuff, most of it is women. So the carbon footprint of that is huge. So it's hilarious that they then complain about uh, you know environmental stuff. It just shows that they're just going with whatever the trend is. You know whatever is sort of popular politically um, that will make them look good to whoever's listening. That is what their political beliefs are. That's what their economic beliefs are. Their environmental beliefs are, etc. It's it's not based on like facts, data, statistics. It's based on whatever it is that can appeal to the crowd that's listening to you, so that you can make your um you know um personality seem most positive in order for more men to be interested in you, in order for them to be able to select uh more of, from a pool of greater men. Right? That's that's the idea. So it's largely political. The uh, what what they say, their, their answers, as opposed to being logic and facts-based. Please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. Let's continue. Yes, what I was saying. Was In other words, women are the largest consumers. Oh, so it's our fault no. the fucking planning sciences? No. no, I'm just asking. Uh, now they clue in. Uh, it's not your fault. Your demands are being met, and those demands being met are hurting the planet. Yes. Uh, and it, right, because again, this this thing is like w- women don't want to take the blame, right, for for anything bad, right, because it makes them look bad, and by ex- and and when a when a girl looks bad, she gets expelled from the tribe, right. So there you go. There it is right there. She's like, no, it's a man's fault because men build the super tankers, the planes, the trucks, the... Like, if men wanted so much gas to not be spent, then they should make better cars and stuff. Like, it, it has nothing to do with me who has incre- ever-increasing demands which have to be met or else we won't do anything, right? So there you go. Actually, guys drive car- drive- yeah, guys drive cars drive more than us. It was banned for us to even drive cars in the beginning of time. Remember exactly. they called us a- in the beginning of time. <laughs> These girls even know when cars appeared. Anyway, that's, that'd be a funny question to ask them. Uh, what what was the year that cars were first made? And they'll be like, I don't know, nineteen eighty, sixteen hundred. Oh, man. And then they say that men drive cars more than women. Uh, That's not... Okay. I don't think they know what actually produces the most carbon, like the most um, uh, emissions. So the most emissions in the world are produced by super tankers, right? Which are these giant ships that are... That, you know, they transport stuff across the ocean. Um, And in, like, all of the gas 
that's used by all the cars in like America, let's say in a year, is like two super tanker trips. So, <laughs> but I mean, you got to keep the, you got to keep the world running, right? Um, and, and not only that, those those super tankers, um, they're actually quite efficient because they carry so much weight that the amount of gas they're spending for the amount of weight they're carrying is actually very efficient. So, But anyway, it's, it's not cars that are producing the greatest environmental footprint. It's actually animals, um, you know, growing livestock. Uh, so these girls that say they want a five-star dinner, you know, to, to get that nice steak. Yeah, that <laughs> is actually the, a greater environmental impact than the nice Lambo, the the only guys that they're interested in drive. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. So which if we knew how to drive a car? Well, well, I mean, I mean, in, in, in Muslim countries, women still can't drive. That sucks. See, I, that does suck. it must be men. It must be yeah, men. It's all literally. Shit. Everything must be men. That's right. They are driving the stuff that makes the gas, so it's not our fault, is what they're implying here. And yeah, it's a man's world. It's his, his, his fault that we're going to die. Uh-huh. Is, there, exactly. is there anything in society... Man that, made that car. <laughs> is there anything see, in society that's not blamed on men? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Great question. Is there anything in society that's not blamed on men? No, it's all blamed on men. <laughs> Amazing question. Uh, and uh, we all know the answer to that question. Uh, and the answer to that question is no. In the West, nothing is blamed on on uh, nothing is blamed on women at all, uh, for the most part, right? Um, and uh, it's because it's rules for thee and not for me. It's agency for me and not for thee, etc. Right. So these girls are trying to gain maximum agency for themselves, and uh, while men gain minimum agency, maximum power with minimum responsibility. So there you go. Power without authority. Uh, that's dictatorship, right? Uh, like if, if women have the maximum power and authority and men have nothing, then the men are slaves and the women are dictators, right? And that's literally the direction we're going in. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. Let's continue. No, blame it on the man. Yeah, it's his world. Blame it on him. <laughs> it's his world, says the girls that live in a matriarchy. You see? So... The, like, the cultural idea is that we live in a patriarchy, but that's, that's actually not true, right? Because who is using a sun avatar right now because he can't show his face? Because if, if I tell my opinion, I lose my job, you see? That, like, that is not, um, uh, what's it called? That's not privilege, you see? That is, the people that you're not allowed to criticize, those are the people that rule you. So, just keep that in mind. Let's continue. If you have a woman that has had a silver spoon up their ass their whole life, it's going to be tough to please them. That's called, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Um, uh, privilege is invisible to those that have it, right? So these, these girls don't realize how easy they actually have it. And so um, they just take everything for granted, right? It's a man's world, they say. But yet the only men they're attracted to are the ones that uh, have a Lamborghini. You see, that's like one out of every 10,000 men or maybe, maybe even less. But if you have a woman that comes from nothing, it's going to be easy money. Okay, but wouldn't you say that the majority of women still expect a man to be a provider? Depends on what state you're from. That's not true. Um, uh, that's not true at all. Um, 
uh, female nature states that they want protection and provisioning. So no, um, this is wrong. Everywhere you go, everywhere in the world, women expect you to be the provider. There is not a single place you could go where the girl is going to say, I'll take care of you. I'll do everything for you unless you are Chad, right? Unless to her, you're like the absolute apex best man she could ever get. And so um, she might say that in order to try to convince you to stick around. Let's go to Oklahoma. You got, it's 50-50. You got the silver. No, it's not. It's not 50-50. The, the political and cultural idea is that it is 50-50. But it, that's listening to words. If you look at the actions and the actual trends, um, there is no way that it's 50-50. And, and that's disingenuous at best to say. But I don't think this guy is disingenuous. I just think he doesn't know. I think he's clueless. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. Let's continue. Silver spoons, and you got the copper spoons. You know, silver spoon, you got to break your back, spend $200 a day. You got the copper spoon. Hey, let me, uh, let me uh, make you something. Let me make you a bracelet, homemade. Let me write you a card. That makes them more happier than money. Uh, if only that were true. In fact, I think every man would take the second girl over the first. You know, the girl that's like, let me make you something. Let me give you give you this, handmade, etc. I, I, I would find that to be one of the greatest compliments that a person could give. Uh, something handmade, something that, um, you know, shows that they care, etc. I, I, that, that would be huge for me. That would, that would be huge. Anyway, uh, let's continue. Okay. Um... What if we uh, apply that to city girls? I don't date city girls. Country girls only. Okay. I don't date city girls. Most men wish that they could date country girls and not city girls. Although, to be honest, um, like 99.95% of women are going to share this. Not, not all the same traits, but like they're going to have the same common trends, right? Like hypergamy, they're going to have it. Uh, they're going to be solipsistic to some extent. Uh, they're going to want you to be the protector and the provider, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there isn't a single girl out there that doesn't want you to lead your relationship, that doesn't want you to like, I mean, they might say they don't want you to, but then they'll, you know, break up the relationship if you don't, etc. Okay, let's continue. What is the difference between city girls and country girls? Oh my God. Well, a city girl can't go to the lake and drink beer all day, vodka, go sit by the bonfire that night and uh, survive. A city girl goes to the bar, takes two, three shots, drinks a beer, and starts acting fucking silly. And they just, ah, fuck, I don't know, dude. They're not. I mean, he's not describing desirable traits in either girl, so I don't understand what, like, how that's appealing. I, I've, I fail to realize why what this guy is saying is is something that, like, would be desirable. Oh, a girl that drinks a ton and then sits with you by the fire? Like, like I don't understand. How is that appealing? Like, either way, she's, you know, she's a girl that drinks a lot. Like, I, I fail to see how that's something that I would desire or want in a, in a long-term partner. Not country girls. Country girls are different breeds. Why do so many women seem to be obsessed with luxury and status? Hypergamy. It's just how you raised. Yeah, that's right. So you see, I said it was biological and inherent. She said it was it was um, societal, right? So one way is responsibility based, 
And one way is deferring responsibility or taking responsibility off of yourself, right? So this girl that says it, it's how I was raised, what she's saying is it's not my fault. I was just taught to believe this and therefore I believe this. But that's not actually true, right? Like <laughs> you weren't taught this. You want a apex man and these things are indicators of that. Okay, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. Let's continue. Is that natural or learned behavior? It's learned behavior. Why does this typically apply to city girls? Um, they're, they're more out in the city in regards to in the country. I was born in I was come from the country, so not like out. Okay, so here's the thing. Many girls will leave those places where they can't find apex men and go to big cities where they can. Because obviously in big cities, uh, there are just much, much more uh, men. And by the normal distribution, by the bell curve, there's going to be more apex men. And therefore, women will flock to those places. And then, you know, they tend to use the apps, which are, you know, facilitators for hypergamy. And those apps allow women to get the absolute apex men in their region, right? Okay. City girls are. Okay. They're more programmed. It's all an image. Do you think people are more likely to be held accountable for bad behavior if they live in a small town as opposed to a big city? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, if everybody knows everybody, you're very likely to be held more accountable for your behavior. And that's why in like, you know, in the past, right, in the village and stuff, uh, these people would get married and uh, have children from a young age because ev that's what everybody was doing and that's that's what was expected and that's what was required. And basically, I mean, more or less, people ended up happy, uh, although living kind of hard lives, right? Um, but like nowadays... That's that's not the case at all. Nowadays, it's like extract, 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 take as much advantage of other people as you can, um, escape, avoid responsibility, etc., etc., right? That's, that's big city um, mentality and big city um, sort of uh, cultural uh, narrative. Okay, let's continue. Why? Because it's a small town. It's you're known around. So if you do one thing, you're going to do the next thing. They're going to know you to do these things. So in regards to a bigger city, people don't know you that much. You don't have that many people who know you in regards to a small city. So you're more pinpointed in a small town than a larger town because more people know you in a small town. So would that mean that uh, small town girls are better prospects for relationships? Yes. Than city girls? Yes. Wow. I mean, that, that's, that's true in the old world, right, before the internet. But nowadays in the new world, not really, right? If the girl can drive and she has access to a phone, she can just use the apps, sleep with a guy outside the small town, and then just pretend she's a small town girl. And many girls do that, right? So the, the, you're not really safe from that in the West anymore. Um, though maybe you would have been 100 years ago, right? Uh, there, there is no such thing as an actual small town girl nowadays uh, because of their access to the internet. Oh, interesting. Okay. So if you're a city girl, you're used to seeing heels, you're used to yeah. seeing sparkle, you're used to seeing bling. If That's you're a country you're girl, to. you're used to seeing cowgirl cow boots, boots and, yeah. and jeans and stuff like that. And it's I find it really funny that these girls are just giving the image of exactly what you'd see in an advertisement. Like, they have no actual idea what it's actually like. They're just 
you know, saying exactly what they were indoctrinated to believe based on the all the advertisements that they've seen in all of the places where they've seen advertisements. Do you see what I'm saying? It's totally just based on materialistic brainwashing, effectively. Anyway, please leave a comment if you agree or disagree. I'm, I'm done with this. Let's go to Reddit. Is my age gap with my boyfriend a problem? My boyfriend turned 20 in March and I turned 24 in May. Red flag. I don't feel like our age gap is that big of a deal. Uh Uh-oh. I think we get on really well, but my friends and family joke all the time that I'm dating a kid. I met him in uni in another state, so my people have yet to meet him. Yeah, basically, um, if if an older woman dates a younger man, right, like 24 to 20, what she's actually saying is she still wants to hook up. She doesn't want a serious relationship because a serious relationship would be with a man that can actually provide stability, value, um, and not just bedroom fun. A uh, twenty-year-old guy can can you know uh, be good in the sheets, but he very likely doesn't have anything else going for him. So that's why they're making fun of you. Uh, they're making fun of you because you're just with him uh, for the sheet fun, so to speak. My mom sat me down yesterday and asked me why I feel the need to date someone so much younger than me. That we are c- at completely different points in our lives. You are. If our genders were switched, no one would blink an eye. So why is our age gap such a big deal? Your age gap is such a big deal because it's very obvious to everyone that has a little bit of wisdom what you're actually doing. You think you have time, and so you're wasting your time with a guy who's younger than you. Um, You don't want to be the provider in your relationship, right? So get with a guy who's older than you. Anyway, uh, let's see the top comment here. Okay, my husband and I are in the same boat. I was 25, he was 21. There were some issues until he hit about 26 to 27. I entered my professional life before he did. When I was going to go to bed at 10 to go to work, he wanted to hang out with a friend. Now I'm 34 and he's 30, we're pretty much okay. There aren't a lot of differences between us because we're both in the same life phase together. I would say it'll be tough the first few years, but it gets easier as you get into your 30s. And when he hits his 30s, you can just laugh because you'll be through it and chill on the other side. Yeah, so notice what I said. She hit the professional life before him. So what does that imply? It implies she is the breadwinner. She is the superior partner in the relationship. And that's going to strain the relationship because women are hypergamous. They want a guy who's superior to them. So if a girl is with a guy who's younger, it shows that um, she's with him for the bedroom fun. All right, uh, let's look at the next comment. Uh, By the way, that had 346 upvotes. Let's look at the next one. I think this is the best response. Yes, you're at different points of your life, but 2024 is not a gross age gap. It's not like one of you is a teenager. Oh, so it would be totally different if it was 24 and 18? Come on. Right now, I'm 23 female. My partner is 21 male. We have a two-year age gap, but life circumstances, we're in still different stages. He's still in school, and I've wrapped up my first year of professional life. It's hard at times because of differences in lifestyle, but we really click and have similar interests. Yeah, okay. You really click, huh? So it's not a big deal. Yeah, so literally, both of these girls are just dating for bedroom fun. So they're dating Chad. And basically, this is the idea. They try to get Chad when he's young, when he doesn't have that much experience, so they can lock him down, right? And they know that they're not going to get another Chad. So that's the idea there. Um, So again, guys, like, it's... Nobody believes this, this ingenuous stuff, right? Like, it's very obvious what you're doing. You're just... You're there for the bedroom fun. But we can't call it like it is. We have to, you know, dance around it and say we're at different life stages. Okay, anyway, we're going to end the video there. If you're new to the channel, liking the videos, please give me a sub, hit all for notifications. If 
you are on the podcast. Give me a five-star review. Give me a follow. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for watching my channel. Please remember to do all of the following. Like the video for the algorithm. Comment on the video. I respond to all comments and I'll give you a heart. Subscribe and hit the bell so you can see my content on your feed. Check out all of my content on other platforms. It spreads the reach of the channel. YouTube, bit.ly slash Helios YouTube. Rumble, bit.ly slash Helios Rumble. My blog is realheliosblog.com. My podcast, bit.ly slash Helios Podcast. My Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. You can also support the show at bit.ly slash Helios Donations and buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Thank you so much for all of your support.